Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury and the soft girl society, the style psychologist herself, the Sinette Nicole. And I'm back with another episode of Sinette Nicole Approved. I appreciate you all for tapping in, tuning in, and turning me on. And today we have a very, very, very special guest, the one and only Miss Princess Jenkins of the amazing and illustrious Brownstone Lifestyle Boutique right here live, indirect, and in color in Harlem. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about herself and introduce herself formally to the Sinet Nicole Style Squad. Miss Princess, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me with the Style Society today. <laughs> I'm super happy to be here. Uh, the Brownstone started in 1998 as really just a dream. I... Um, had come to Harlem after being a retailer in the Bronx and a makeup artist in the uh, fashion and music industry with over 50 music videos as we wow. celebrate uh, hip hop. Yes, happy 50th to yeah, hip hop. Happy, happy, happy. Mm -hmm. uh, spent some time in that and then um, came to Harlem living here first as I owned my boutique in Brooklyn. And at some point uh, that partnership ended and I found myself living in Harlem. And on Sunday, I lived in Lenox Terrace. The women would come out looking so spectacular. Oh, yes. So Lenox Terrace is, a, is a, a fashion time over there. Lenox Terrace is a, is a vibe. For yes, sure. yes, mm -hmm. yes. And uh, I was wondering where they were shopping. So I strolled along 125th Street. I hit all the side streets. I hit everywhere. And I was like, well, they're not shopping here. Right, right. So what I found that people were leaving Harlem to go to Bloomingdale's, Brooklyn, Queens, wherever they were going. Mm -hmm. to go and purchase these great looks that they were wearing. And uh, I thought, wouldn't it be great if we had just a shop that had everything fabulous in Harlem? So we opened in the turn of a century Brownstone in 1998. The Brownstone was right across from the National Black Theater. Mm -hmm. We started with one floor and in less than, less than three, two years, we had three floors. Wow. So technically, uh, the Brownstone was the first African-American department store ever in Harlem. Whoa. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Let's say that again for the people in the back. The Brownstone was the first African-American boutique, like luxury lifestyle department boutique. Department store. Department store, which is major. Right. Because the department Harlem. store has several floors. We had several floors. In Harlem, New York. Hello, good evening. And that was in 1998? We started in 1998. Okay. One level, which was would be considered the parlor floor. Uh -huh. On that floor, we had contemporary clothing, accessories, cosmetics, evening wear, just really a, an eclectic mix between me and, and the young lady who was with me at the time and the wonderful artists that we brought in. Yes. Uh, less than, I guess, a year later, we'd taken the second floor and the second floor became a um, luxury jewelry store oh, and nice. a restaurant. Ooh. Yeah, we built a restaurant on that Whoa. floor. Yeah, first it was an art gallery, then we turned it into a restaurant because when we got the third floor the following year, we moved the art gallery upstairs along with the day spa. What? Uh, yeah, bridal salon. Oh, I'm mad I missed that. Hair salon. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, menswear and uh, home interior. Wow. So it's really like a, your one-stop shop to all the things that you would need to luxuriate your life and have yourself there and get some culture, all the things, get some good food. And people, wow. would, people would come in. We were only open Wednesday through Saturday at that time. We extended to Sunday. Okay. And people would come in and just stay all day. Of because course. they could eat. They could all get the a things, day spa. Right. We had the, uh, we, people would have teas there. And right. Events. It's a full on experience. Yeah. Like that is really, really dope. Yeah. I love that. So that's how everything 
that's how the the rise of uh, the brownstone emerged. What would you say inspired you or motivated you to get into um, the fashion lifestyle and boutique industry? Well, I came in. I, I came in through the fashion industry in high school. Okay. I immediately, always wanted, wanted always to be been. in. Yes. By the too. time I was eighteen, I was traveling all across the country Amazing. and had a line Chicago, L.A., and Dallas market. There wow. were very few blacks uh, who were doing that, and certainly nobody my age mm-hmm. that was absolutely doing that. Um, so I stayed in the garment center between that, and I ended uh, with production. I came out. I was still in my 20s. I opened my first boutique. Wow. Yeah. I um, had designed a line of accessories that got picked up by Essence. Oh, nice. Essence had a catalog at one point, you know, talking back in the days. And they picked that up. And from that, I earned like $5,000 that I invested with a partner and started a boutique on Vanderbilt Avenue in Brooklyn and was there for seven years. Okay. While living all the time, living in Harlem. Right. Uh, But when I really left the boutique and was really living here, I was like, okay, Harlem needs me. Right. And I haven't Absolutely. gone anywhere since. Okay. We yeah. need you. We always need you. Okay. Speaking yeah. as a very proud Harlemite born and bred, yes. it, it runs through my veins everywhere I go. Like you said, out of the country, across the country, they know where I'm from. I wear Absolutely. it proudly. Harlem does need you. I will say that. Absolutely, <laughs> we do. Um, and so, what is your take on. Um, the the state of fashion as it is now specifically you know as a black woman in the in the industry what do you think um about the evolution thus far and like where we are do you think that we're in a on a good track or do you think we have you know a long ways to go to really evolve in a way we should well if anybody's looking to braille the culture the black culture is really where fashion lives right? hello good evening so yes let's not give up our position okay on that and I think that a lot of times we don't understand the power that we wield inside of us, creativ- mm-hmm. our creativity, yes. and how people watch to see where we're going so right. that they know where they're going. Okay. We are the blueprint. We are, we are the blueprint mm-hmm. a lot of times, and we're like cutting edge and really mm-hmm. just right at the forefront. But then people braille that culture, and mm-hmm. they uh, become the financial winners right, off of that. Right, right, right. They definitely so, capitalize off of our creativity, and they definitely appropriate it. <laughs> Anytime, any, any, any chance way they, they can. Get. And right. money gives them the opportunity to do that. Right? Absolutely. So um, what we have to do is invest in our creativity. We mm-hmm. can't just, we can no longer afford to be just creatives. Right. We have to also be business people. Right. 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 So when you look at people who have financially gained for their creativity, it's because they were also uh, business people, Jay-Z, right. uh, you know, uh, Magic Johnson. Absolutely. You know, just follow the blueprint of, of the them. Tyler right. Perry. Right. Follow right. the people who have made millions off of what they've done and not just been creative, but also learned to be business people. Read right. their books, read their biographies, find out how you can <laughs> right. find out how you can collectively uh, do more. If you're an artist and you're doing shoes and you're doing hats and you're doing jackets, well mm-hmm. we we're not competing. Right. But it's you enough do for need, everyone. Yeah. Everybody thought the internet would be the win-win for mm-hmm. creatives. Mm-hmm. In some instances, it is. Right. But the internet is there for you to get the word out. People still want to come to a retail location. They still want to touch the clothing. They still want to meet you. Right. Absolutely. As a creative and say, hey, listen, oh, my God, you designed this. This is marvelous. Right. 
And uh, it's expensive mm -hmm. to be on the front line of fashion and it to is. have a footprint like the brownstone. Yes. But it is the winning blueprint mm -hmm. and come together with other people and figure it out. Yes. And the collaborative um, aspect, I think, comes sometimes falls lost and on deaf ears. And I would love to say just to tell you, thank you so much, because when we were at the Harlem Business Alliance event, you spearheaded that. You sat at our table and you were like, OK, so what does everyone here at this table have to contribute as a to collective each to sure. each other to help each other what resources can we share so that we can all elevate and i think that that is something that often people don't do you know right. even in spaces where we all look the same you know we don't often lift each other up the way we should or share resources it costs you nothing to share your resource right. and you never know what someone else's resource can do for your business right. as well and so. then the only thing you can do because you know i don't particularly care for people say we don't because we do mm -hmm. and black people do because mm -hmm. my business is only here because 98% of the women who shop here are African-American, right? Yeah. So the support is there. And I always say, you be the person in the room that opens it up and say, hey, listen, what do you have? Right. What do I yeah. have? Yeah, just be the catalyst. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's, that's your responsibility, my responsibility. Absolutely. How do I change the energy in the room and make it better when I walk in? Absolutely. And the rest of it? That, that's a model that I live right? by that I feel yeah. like I was raised, like my you know, rest in peace to my amazing parents. I think that I, I to credit them is always enter spaces and leave it better than when you left. Absolutely. And that's just my energy. I operate in love energy despite what's going on around me. And so although my experiences some great, some unsavory and unfavorable. I don't let that deter me from still continuing to perpetuate love energy, high vibrations, and continue to always That's share. It. I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't I don't believe in that. So I'm gonna always give despite what other people are gonna do. That's their business. You yeah. know, that's their play. Mm -hmm. So um for me I would hope that I continue I continue to pray to align myself with people that are like minded in that way. Absolutely. Um do you feel Speaking of which, do you feel that black creatives specifically, uh, black creatives and entrepreneurs um, who have made it, quote unquote, right, as what one standard would be for making it, um, do you feel that they reach back to pull up the newer generation of creatives enough? Or do you think that that's something that we could also work on as a collective, as a community? I think every day you have an opportunity to pull somebody up uh -huh. to say, great job. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. How much is it? Can I buy it? Yeah. Um, you know, all of that is a way of pulling each other up. What yeah. other people do, right. unless they come and tell me, right. you know, you can't. I can't speak for them. Right. But I'm sure everybody has a way right. of uplifting somebody. And yeah. that's what it do. You don't have to be successful right. to say, hey, man, I'm, I see you go to work every day, man. Mm -hmm. You're short. Right. Sis, you're looking good. Yeah. Love your hair. A compliment goes a long way and it's free. I always say that. Even something right. as simple as like when we speak to social media and how that has become like a real, a real major pivotal tool to like elevate one's uh, profile brand or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, just something as simple as me, like sharing something on my story that I love. I don't even have to know the person. Exactly. This is bomb. Look at this jacket. Such and such made it tagging her. Yeah, check this out. There you go. And like Black Friday, shop small, shop black owned. Shop right. I make a list every every year before Black Friday. So Nicole approved brands to brands to ones to watch. And Wonderful. I tag all the businesses and there their you links. Go. So you could click into my page and then get to theirs. Again, nobody you answer, asked me you to answer do your it. own question. Right. Right. So <laughs> that's my example. Go. Like, cause it's free. Like, even if I don't have money to always spend or support, that's my way of supporting. Money. Right. I, there's so many other ways. And I think that people kind of get like lost in the sauce. So well, speak. you just gave them a huge way. You just spelled <laughs> yes, it guys, out. But it's, you know, Black Friday is All coming. Right. The holidays are approaching. I think any brands that you just like, you happen to see whether you have purchased from them or not, like it's literally free to share on whatever pro Absolutely. platform you have. I do it every year, like several times a year. Um, 
different months, you know, uh, you know, um, women owned business month or whatever I'll do on women only or what have you, but it's literally like free. And again, I don't, a lot of these people I have met some people I don't even know. I just happen to like and and support their, what they're doing. And and that's a great way to do it. The other way is to actually on black Friday buy Mm -hmm. black. Well, oh, that part, you could actually do that <laughs> right? and right. actually make sure that they do get, you know, sales and support that way. Absolutely. That too. Or like, look, there are also apps, um, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but there are apps. There's one app in particular called Black Nation that has all black brands. So if you're looking for some, a plumber, a black plumber, like specifically like moving with intention to find someone black who does whatever it is that you need done before going and outsourcing. Absolutely. So Black Nation, guys, um, shout out to Black Nation. Um, this is no ad, no plug, no paid <laughs> partnership. I just literally like the app and it has Absolutely. helped me find a lot of Black businesses. And um, Sinet Nicole LLC will be on Black um, Black Nations very soon so you can find all of our info as well. But um, yes, please shop Black, guys, this holiday season. You know, life is life and it's moving fast and we could use the support all of us. We could all use it, right, Miss Princess? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Shop Black for Black Friday. Yeah, shop, shop the brownstone. Yes. That part. And we'll get yeah. into how we can reach the brownstone. Because that's the real Black power, right? It is. At the end of the day, when people say, oh, we don't support, or we mm-hmm. don't do this, or we have to make conscious decisions and vote with every dollar every day. That is true. Vote with every dollar every day. I love that. That is like a really good quote. Speaking of Harlem, the epicenter where we are now, where you know the brownstone lives and thrives, what does Harlem in itself mean to you, and why is it so important um, to have your amazing business here specifically? Well, it's so funny. I was sharing with my husband the other day how much time I spent in Harlem as a young person, and didn't really know I was in Harlem. I was at my aunt's house, or I was at my uncle's house, mm-hmm. and one day it hit me. I had my uncle lived in East Harlem on 106 down that hill, which is crazy. That, yeah, by that train station. I know exactly. What I know you're anybody about. from Harlem knows that hill. Yes. So I would be navigating that hill up and down, uh-huh. visiting him in the snow. And then I had an aunt who lived on St. Nicholas and one, uh, one five nine. Okay. And I was always, always visiting them and always in Harlem. So I think my heart was here and I had no idea the connection was here. And it literally just hit me the other day. And of course my first apartment when I moved to Harlem was in Lenox Terrace. My girlfriend got married, moved out. I moved in. So I kind of always been here and now I'm totally here. Yeah. And it's so funny because as a business owner, people, always say to me, what part of Jersey you live in? I was like, I don't live in the Jersey. The assumption, right? right. Yeah, I live you? in Harlem. So, yeah. but so many people who probably do work here live someplace else. Yeah. But I actually, my husband and I actually live and work in Harlem. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's, and I mean, it's, it's no easy feat, you know, things have certainly changed. Yes. So I do know a lot of people that had to, you know, go oh, across absolutely. the bridge and do what they we, had to do. And we know why. Right. We right. know why. And that's sure. a whole nother podcast right. Right. episode. But, um, but, um, the fact that you guys are able to like live, work, you know, run successful businesses and thrive here yeah. is amazing. And it's very inspiring. And I do, um, I love that. I love I love knowing that, you know, Harlem still has like its heroes. You know what I mean? Like we've had we have such a rich culture and history. And I feel like no matter where you go, people know Harlem. Yeah. I mean sure. the Apollo Theater alone, you know, has held people have the people have have graced that theater alone. It's just like it's mind blowing. My daughter is actually doing a project on Harlem Renaissance right now in school. Oh, and I'm great. like, in my mind, I'm not very big on you have to have straight A's. I, my thing is more so like you have, as long as I know you're trying and you're doing your best, do your best, forget the rest. I'm proud of you regardless. But I need her to get 
a good grade. Yeah, not, not, a a lot of her, not a lot of right. Not a lot <laughs> of her classmates are from here. Sure. So I need her to show out. I'm like, Absolutely. oh no, girl, we going. This is an opportunity. Do, right. This is your this is your home. You have to represent. So we're working on her presentation now. So Great. she's awesome. focusing on Billie Holiday specifically. They mm. asked her to focus on one party, and yeah. she just took to Billie Holiday stories. So we're working on a project now. So hopefully, Bella Rose, <laughs> you get a, a really good grade. Um, just representing your home. Um, what would you say is the biggest rose, like the biggest uh, bright spot, and the biggest thorn about your industry and just your journey overall? Hmm. I don't know. It's bright every day for me. I love that. Yeah, I'm yes. like that girl. It's all roses, no thorns. Yeah, I live in the brightness. I love that. We live mm -hmm. in the light. That's how I said positive yeah. energy, high vibrations. Everybody knows this. And at Nicole Style Squad and Luxury Loves, we know. Yeah. We, we live in the bright spot. No, so no, you wouldn't say there's any thorns in the journey. That you I'm sure there are. But right. they but were more, you know, focus. they were more like splinters. I love that. You know? Okay. And you just yeah. moved on. And, um, as the uh, president of a nonprofit organization for women business owners, I always say everyone's going to have to climb their own ladder. Yeah. But our job at Women in the Black, which is the nonprofit I run, is to help take the splinters out of the ladder. I love that. We yeah. got to talk more about that because I would love yeah, yeah, sure. to know more about that organization. Um, as as a woman in the black, yeah. <laughs> myself who is climbing it's my a, ladder, it's a double entendre. Yes, black women keeping their businesses in the black. Right, mm -hmm. I love that. Yes, and I'm striving to do that every yes. day. Every yes. day is an uphill battle, but it's worth the travel for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, what would you say is the single most important advice that you've been given since you've been an entrepreneur and a creative? Um, uh, the single most important advice that I got for my life. Which yeah, is, just overall. You know, really just uh, held me was that my grandmother told me growing up that people don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So that basically means don't even value people's opinions about you. Period. Yeah. At the Period. end of the day, you're, you're gonna not have control. to live your best life. Yep. And know that they they, have, they don't have that kind of control. They no heaven, control. no hell. Don't give it to them. Yeah. Right. Don't they, even don't even. They can't take the you higher. They can't put you lower. Period. Right. Yes, to grandma. Because yes. <laughs> that's a word. People don't have a heaven yeah. or a hell to put you right. In. And right now with the social media and how people value other people's opinion of right. them, and uh, you know, it's kind of that kind of anchors you and yeah. and it makes you powerful and knowing that you know, regardless. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, find strength in that. Yes. I love that. And I hope that I hope that the cell squad is listening to that because that's a word and y'all can play it back if you need to. Because yes. that is a word. Um and you know we do luxury, love of fashion, we do life lessons. That is that's something to carry with you throughout your journey for sure. Um a lot of times like when I'm working with my style clients and I and I'm doing my wardrobe styling uh portion of my brand I initially do like what's called a style discovery call. And I asked my, like my, one of my little catchphrases is I style clothes and I soothe souls and I help you tell your best style story. Right. Mm. And so, um, the reason why that's important to me is because I feel like your style, your overt, you know, external appearance is a story in itself without words. Right. And so I always want people to be authentic, stylish, luxurious and all the things and fabulous, but most importantly, authentic to themselves, because I feel like you don't let the garment wear you, you're wearing the garment. You know what I mean? And so I always ask my guests on Senate Nicole Approved, if they had a sentence or two to describe their style story, what would that say? Well, my story in and of itself, and I, of course, being in fashion changes daily. I give myself yes. the freedom 
to express myself through fashion on a daily basis. Me too. Right? So I'm not stuck in a style story. Yes. You know, last night I had on some fur with leather and fabulous gloves, and today I'm turtleneck and, you know, mm -hmm. great leather skirt. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think that people need to be open and fluid mm -hmm. about their fashion story, not get stuck in style, because fashion's mm -hmm. not stuck. It's ever-evolving. It's ever-evolving. But that is your story right there. It's right. ever-evolving. It's ever-changing. Yeah. I consider myself to be a fashion and style chameleon. Sure. My looks change according to my mood, to the environment, mm -hmm. and whatever, whatever suits me at that particular time. So that's my particular style. So I would say, right. even even looking at your fabulous style, I think you are definitely a style and fashion chameleon that you're always evolving, never yeah. the same, continuous. And you want fluid. as a as a business owner in mm -hmm. retail, mm -hmm. my job is to keep my clients elevated in fashion. Mm -hmm. Where you were yesterday, I'm not trying to meet you there. Right. I'm trying to be out ahead of you so right. that you can catch up and be fashion forward at all times. Right. Now we sell quality merchandise that never goes out of style. Right. Ever, ever. Right. Things that you've gotten for me 10 years ago, you can put on right now and shut it down. And that's important. Right. That's important because yeah. a lot of this fast fashion is not that. Yeah, we'll go. We could. That's a whole. You can come back right, for a part right, two, right, right. and we could go into exactly. fast fashion and all the things. But I do love that, and I do think like a lot of what you carry is also what I would consider investment pieces because of that. Absolutely, because I can bring out that skirt ten years from now and shut it down the way I would today. Exactly. And so I think that people need to understand, like you said, not only investing in your own creative endeavors, but investing in your appearance, investing in yourself, sure. and knowing the quality and the yeah. value of certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. not fashion, everything. And fast but, fashion has a place. It's it, a Friday yeah, it's, night. Yeah. On on the dance floor and Sunday night in the garbage. Right. And that's fine. <laughs> right? And that's fine. Everything you know? has a place. Everything, Everything has a place. A place I, I don't have any anything. But when your entire wardrobe is fast fashion. Yeah, that might then that, you need to that, mix it up. That might trip you up a yeah, little bit. You need yeah. to mix it mm -hmm. up and that's um shameless plug, y'all can call me. <laughs> you could call us in that Nicole and get and your get, and wardrobe, get some help, get your, right? Because that's, that's what that's we're what doing. Do. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're in the business of helping people look their very, very best. Absolutely. And for me, I'm, you know, this is one of the things that I definitely share with my clients. I do not want you to be codependent on me. Right. I don't run a business of codependency. Right, 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 right. I run a business of educating you, elevating you, providing you with the pieces, and you know what? Let you fly. And let you fly. Yeah, right. because and that's the point. And now, of course, they still need you. Right. But not calling me no. to find out what you should have. Not, not every yeah. single second, but do come right. to the brownstone to get the pieces that's going to shut it down this year and yeah. 10 years from now. Oh, absolutely. For sure. <laughs> um. So if you had, right, this is like a little Sinet Nicole game segment that we play. We're, on, we're on the game segment? Yes, I don't know how game. good I am with games. It's okay. Ms. These are Sinet like extremely gentle, loving games. Okay. These are not like crazy uh, nonsense games. All right. Let, let the audience be aware. I'm not great <laughs> with playing games. Disclaimer. So, right. <laughs> but I will do my best. Yeah. So the first game is called Top 5, right? And I want you to name your top five most fabulous cities. Oh, like, I don't know that I've been to all my fashion. top five. You don't have to. You don't cities. have to have been there, but just well, in I'm, your opinion. I'm going I'm to do it like this. I'm going to say New York. Period. Right. I'm and in New York because this is going to be two. I think that the ladies in Brooklyn are just the most authentic in wearing what they wear. Authentic. I gotta give. Okay. I gotta give a shout out to Brooklyn. Okay, we give for them sure. That. We no, give I'm going to give Brooklyn yeah, that. Shout out to them for, for sure. being authentic. And I'm going to say that. Uh, Harlem close second. I would I would beg to differ just because 
I guess I, I guess know I'm you biased. Belong. But you know, when you <laughs> see people here. like Dapper Dan right. hit Linux Avenue, right. I mean, he, he shut it down for <laughs> half a Brooklyn. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. So, so that's why I say that because I grew up, you know, my, my parents, you know, getting their stuff custom made from Dapper Dan and Absolutely. other things. And like, I, you know, I was born in the 80s. It was a very like sure. overtly fabulous time for it fashion. Really and then I yeah. came into the 90s. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that like my lens is biased. I really don't care what everybody says. Right. But, but the question like, was for me. Right. Oh, God, so, you answer it. <laughs> so listen, this is right. Miss Princess's right. list. Yeah. Brooklyn first, Harlem comes in second. Yeah, even Harlem though comes in second. If you run into Dapper Dan on Lennox, you Right. Well, for you know, he he brings an 11, <laughs> right. so it's kind of hard. Every day. Right. Yeah. Okay, so. And, and then in terms of other cities, which mm -hmm. I've visited many, the thing that I like about me, yes. right? If I can say I like something about me. Absolutely, Is that can. I don't go into a place expecting any place to be like or compared to New York. No. So I get to go in and just enjoy whatever they're doing. Right. Whether I'm in New Orleans or I'm in Florida. Right. I'm just like, yo, that's how y'all are doing it? Okay. Exactly. I love and appreciate what y'all got going on here and I'm all for it. I love I yeah. I haven't I've only been to New Orleans for a layover, but I hear it's fabulous and I can't I can't wait to visit. Like I'm right. so excited to So that. that's how I go into any city or any country. Like what do y'all what do you guys have to offer? I'm bringing my best self. And let's see what you guys are doing as well. So I get to appreciate every place, whether it's the food, the fashion, the culture, or the people. I'm an, I'm an appreciator of yes. all things new and wonderful. Yes. That's my answer. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and see, you said you was bad at games. You I am. I, I don't think I answered you the question literally, the way it should have been, but, but that's but my answer. But there's no right answer. Okay, it's good. just your interpretation. This is your. This is this is life through uh, according Princess to Jenkins Princess. Oh, but that I the can world give you. according to Princess. Yes. Um. So now we're gonna play Fly and Why. Mm. So Fly and Why goes like this: You're the flyest. You can name the flyest ensemble you ever could think that you've worn. And the one ensemble that you were like, why did I do that? Okay, I got to pass on that question. Really? Mm -mm, I always bring my A game. Oh, period. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. And that and that <laughs> is a Sinet Nicole first because everybody has a fly and why? No. But Miss Princess said, <laughs> I come through and I shut it down the town every single yeah, time, don't, baby. Mm -mm. Don't play with Miss Princess. She said she don't have a fly and why. Everything's fly, period. And I respect Well, or that. I'm in it and I'm ready for it. Right. And I'm, you know, so I don't have a No fashion I... regrets. No, I love that. Really. I love that mm -mm. for Princess. Yeah. Yes. I don't like... even wear the shoes that hurt my feet anymore. So there's not even that anymore. Yes. <laughs> you oh, know, that you know how part. growing up you wore the shoes that hurt your feet? And you're like, why am I in those? Yes. Yeah. Mm -mm, I left those days behind too. <laughs> absolutely absolutely um i love that i'm i'm so appreciative of you miss princess just for doing this interview for just being a part of this culture for being a blueprint for you know women like myself on still on the journey and climbing that ladder and trying to keep the vibrations high and my heart pure and remain in the black you know absolutely can. um can you tell us a little bit about what the brownstone has coming up how we can reach find support and shop the brownstone um just a little bit if you have a social media platform that you would like us to follow 
Sure. Mm-hmm. So what do we have coming up? We yes. have Small Business Saturday okay. coming up. That's always big here. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, there's Black Friday. Yes. And if you guys can find a way to shop Black for Black Friday, shop the Brownstone. You can shop us Please. physically in the store at the Brownstone, 24 East, 125th Street. Absolutely. Between two of the most fashionable streets in New York. We're between 5th and Madison Yes. in Harlem yes. on 125th Street. Uh, our social media pages are uh, Instagram and Facebook, The Brownstone Woman. Just go to The Brownstone Woman. If you can't find that, just look for me, Princess Jenkins. It's all connected. Yes. And then also uh, we have a web a website, thebrownstonewoman.com. Oh, I the love Thebrownstonewoman.com. So, you know, you're everywhere. We're, we're, we're around. And we, and we also com. have TikTok. So, Ooh, okay. Yeah, we're so- everywhere. Check the Brownstone out on Instagram, on TikTok. Go to thebrownstonewoman.com. You can come in the store live and indirect in Harlem. And just like the Sinette Nicole experience, the Brownstone experience is top tier. So please, if you can, and if you're in Harlem, come and experience the Brownstone for itself. It's gorgeous. You guys are going to see the visuals on YouTube. Be sure to continue to support Miss Princess and all of her endeavors. We wish you all the love, joy, and abundance in the world because you are deserving of it. I would love for you to come back for a part two at some point, maybe for season to. three of Senate Nicole Approved, and we can talk great. more about fast fashion and investment pieces and all the things. And perhaps we can have the camera do a little, you know, um, just sweep of the store and we could do like a whole style experience. In That'd the be store. great. So I think that would be great. Maybe I could bring one of like my clients who really need absolutely. an absolute remix, right? Yeah. And we can do it Harlem style. That would be fun. I think that would be really, really fun. Again, thank you so much, Miss Princess, for joining me today. I want to implore you guys to support, shop, share, subscribe, log on to all of the Brownstone experiences. You will not want to miss out at Small Business Saturday, Shop Black Friday. All the things are just another incentive and reason for you guys to do it now, now, now while the holidays are emerging because if you have somebody that you truly really love in your life, you will want them to have something in this store, I promise you. So please do that. I want to thank my Sinette Nicole Style Squad, Luxury Loves, and Soft Girl Society for always tapping and tuning in and turning on another Sinette Nicole approved episode. Remember to keep your standards just as high as these rent prices and your heels. Um, and when you know your worth, you don't give discounts. That's a direct Sinette Nicole quote you can find on the Sinette Nicole mantra tea on SinetteNicole.com. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe and share and tap into the Sinette Nicole experience on social media. I love you guys for free, for real, and the long way. And as always, I will catch you all next time. Ciao.